0: Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman, sitting once again in the heart of the Empire, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge. Oh yeah, with my co-host, the original Troubled Sing man, it, brother, the original troubled man for troubled times, and future mayor of New Orleans, here, Mr. Here. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, man, on election night.
0: Election night, yeah. I was yeah. I was wondering. Uh, so, Manny, it's uh, you know, do you get a certain tingling feeling on uh, on election? <laughs> election day (laughs) I beg your pardon what'd you say after all the all the races you've been in well
1: yeah all the races I've been in but I remember about four elections ago I met um, Dave Clemens this is his bar this is his club the the klempire, we like to call it, it. It's
0: part partly his club. Did you know it's also uh, our our guest is a is a part owner. Really, don't <laughs> the, I, I no the business that yeah. too. What? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Our guest is a part owner in the Clempire, and then mm-hmm. he owns uh, another portion of the Clempire next door. Yeah. So when we say the Clempire, we're talking about this uh, block of Oak Street uh, owned by uh, Dave Clements and some of his silent or not so silent partners. Uh, stretches, you know. Well, from yeah. He
1: must, he must tell you to be quiet, because I've never heard of you.
2: <laughs> Nobody here
1: knows me. You won't even serve me at the bar. <laughs> you don't even, can't even get a tab here, huh? Right. You, you can't even sign off on something. That's crazy. Right. That's weird. And where's Dave tonight?
0: We don't know. You we tell me. No, we don't know, man.
1: Do you speak with your co-owner? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I go uh, by and talk to him. Yeah. Yeah when he's he's in his bathtub only. He only well, sees people know. while he's taking baths. Blue no his you know <laughs> baths only. On uh, I Yeah, you know, he's a bath guy only, apparently. Wow, I didn't know that about Dave. Yeah. Okay, the
0: secret to his uh, beautiful head of hair, I don't Yeah, know.
1: I guess. I don't know what he does. Oh. But anyway, yeah, it is election night, right. and uh, it was funny. I was going to say, I, I met, uh, uh, Dave's had this long time relationship with, um, I forget her name right now, but her parents came down to... Uh, to visit, they're from Buffalo.
0: huh Kathleen. And, yeah, right. Kathleen. Right, right. That's
1: it. And and uh, I was living above the Circle Bar still at that time. And he brought the parents by the are the in-laws by the uh, Circle Bar. And I was down there with uh, I think Kelly or maybe Stephanie. I don't know who I was with down there. And we talked to them. They talked. You know, they were hyping me up and all that. And as they left, uh, Kathleen's dad. And I don't know if it was just a s- slip of mine, slipped his mind, or something. But he said, "You talked about tingling and stuff." Uh-huh. He said, "Man, it was pleasure meeting you." good luck with your next election. <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs>
0: well, I like that. It's positive. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Good luck I with that. I said, well, well, thank you. <laughs> he goes, I'm in election. I'm in election. I'm in election. So I don't know what was uh, on his mind. He was a joker. But maybe he was just a joker. And I think right. he's still alive to this day, that guy. All right. I'm not sure about it. Nice. But uh, yeah, it is election night. And like I was saying earlier, really, the uh, I was watching some of the early results. And I've been watching all this shit this past week and the way these people campaign and and, and the, the the lies and the fake stuff and i mean the only real winner i feel in this country right now is hate hate is winning big time there you go and uh, uh we'll see what happens you know right and you know what? Me, me and my wife we went out to vote just about a half hour ago well,
0: good for you yeah, i voted uh, earlier
1: uh, of course we ended up at the wrong place um, <laughs> The polling place is two blocks away We went the other direction And we ended up at Pal's Lounge
0: Okay, well, and it was taco it, night it, it so At least it wasn't a waste
1: It wasn't a yeah, waste, Jay, wasn't yeah. a waste. Um, And when we got into the voting booth What I like about my polling place Is they always give out free candy huh, They give okay. out lots of candy So I, I, I said I came for the candy I can't give a fuck about who wins or loses <laughs> or, And all that kind of stuff but uh, it's exciting. You know, uh, it's, it's. I'll tell you, man, it's TV ratings big time.
0: Right. Well, that's uh, the, they, they, uh, the, all the news. You look at tonight, uh, Snake and Jake's has a TV on. I know. Never, no, they never, they have, never a have a TV on, TV on. right? It's, yeah. well, the, the, the the news uh, you know programs the the television uh, stations they want to hype it all up and trying yeah. to make it seem like a horse race that somebody would want to watch and as if you as if that's anything because they're not even going to know who the the well, results of a Usually during of a these horse races. race,
1: the horse I bet on always gets shot at the end of the race. They <laughs> right, have to put it down. Well, you we'll know, see how
0: it turns out tonight. You so know, maybe. We'll uh, see what happens, yeah, right. um, some Second Amendment remedies. Uh,
1: yeah, but we had some local stuff which was interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, now, did I you usually vote just no on everything because that's just the way I feel. Okay. No, no, no. But my wife did some homework. All right. And she told me there's this maybe you should vote yes for, and there's this maybe you should vote. Okay. I a wish there was a nuanced. maybe vote. A baby vote? <laughs> um, no, a maybe vote. Oh, oh maybe.
3: <laughs> yes, no,
1: maybe. <laughs> right. The maybes would always win, I think. Don't you
0: think? Uh, I think they would. The
3: maybes yeah. would yeah, always yeah. win. Yeah. Why
1: not? You know. Well, maybe I'd like that tax hike. If you right. did this, like sure. You promised. Right,
0: right. Some dependent you know. clauses, right? Yeah. But. Um. Well, now they had this guy uh, Gary Chambers running for uh, for uh, Senate. I think he's running against. He uh, was
1: the nephew of the porn star Marilyn Chambers, um, right?
0: I, I don't think they're related. Uh, uh, I okay. think they're. He's a different race, but okay. um, but he's the guy who was uh, in his television commercial. He's there smoking a blunt and uh, talking to uh, the talking to the straight to the camera as he's smoking this blunt and you I know didn't see that talking commercial. about uh, you know uh, prison reform and uh, you know decriminalization of weed and stuff and like that. As the that. camera
1: pulled back, he was behind bars. Well, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, I think he's actually out like in a field uh, or something. Uh, you know, really? a, but I was thinking uh, you know for the next election next time next mayor's race that, uh, you know, we could do a, a good uh, kind of takeoff uh, commercial on that. You know, it could start off where they first hit you and you're, you're uh, smoking a joint, you know, and then they do a cutaway like some, you know, I don't know, uh, swamp scenes or something, you know, and they cut back to you and you're uh, smoking <laughs> some crack. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they cut away again so to show some seagulls or some shit, and then they cut back to you and you're like smoking some tar off a piece of tinfoil. <laughs> well, d-
1: Renzo, our former <laughs> guest, me and him, made a commercial together, what was kind of similar to that okay in the um, the election I think in two thousand and sixteen right. where uh, Renzo put together a little uh, montage of uh, basically you can it's, i think it 's still on YouTube where um, he did the voiceover, and it said, "Manny Chevrolet does not care about crime."
0: Oh, right, <laughs> that right? was a good commercial. Yeah. That was funny. He doesn't <laughs>
1: care about your kids. <laughs> and then <laughs> at the end of the commercial, I said, "I'm Manny Chevrolet," and I, I endorsed this commercial.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we could right. do something like that. I yeah. was thinking maybe more just in you know just have a you know just a still shot of me in front of a mound of white powder. <laughs> <You know? laughs> sure. And just all the things that I'm for and against, and at the end of it, I just fall into the power. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's like, something uh, I've always thought of. I got just my headphones for a second. Hold on.
0: Right, right, right on. Well, uh so so elections today, uh uh we had Poor Boy Fest over the the weekend first one they've had in a, in a couple of Does years. Does that affect you in any way? Well, I actually went. Oh, you um, went to it? I went. I usually only go when I play it because it has been so crowded the past, past bunch it's of very years. a small
1: area to have a festival.
0: Well, this year it was beautiful, man. Not I, I really? went. My my sister-in-law has a uh, has a condo like right on the street, you know, so we kind of went there and we could sit up on the balcony oh, okay. and watch people and drink a little wine and went down and got some poor boys, but... You know what? What really struck me, and and it 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 re. re- renews my faith in new orleans because you know you were trying to get here you had to actually change your route because of that colossal hole on on broadway, broadway which yeah. i actually drove through last night it, but it's I, I i know which one you're talking about well, there's
1: two actually I,
0: the, and the, the worst one Is, i i yeah. wouldn't go through again yeah. so so yeah that one seems like it would totally wreck your car so all that stuff you know surge and waterboard all all the terrible things but the people, man, like so. We're we're down here at Poor Boy Fest. It's a pretty day. The only cops I saw were like three blocks away, and they were the ones sitting in their cars, having closed off the street. I didn't see a single cop on the on Oak Street, you know. And they didn't need them because the people were so, uh, you know cool and well-behaved and pleasant and, and uh, it's like, man, this is really, really fucking nice. You know, even when we get crowded and you'd expect somebody might start pushing a whole bunch, but everybody was, was very relaxed and uh, I don't know, it was, it, was, it was a nice time out there.
1: All
3: right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. no. It seemed uh, I, I've never been to it. I don't know much about it. Uh, you know, I did read a little bit about it, but uh, in fact, I saw that the. Remember, I told you a few shows ago on my birthday, we went to uh, some restaurant. In New yeah, Europe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, and it was the worst experience. The yes, food was awful yes. and all that kind of stuff. My wife and daughter got sick, and they ended up winning best po' boy. Yeah. You yeah, know. I saw that. Yeah, so I was like, hmm, maybe I guess we were just there on a bad night. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they
0: were just... Uh, or just
1: maybe, uh, like you say, people were so relaxed. They were like, oh, we'll just pick this one.
0: Maybe yeah. they were all... They were distracted by preparing for the Poor Boy Fest on the night that you were there, and they were had their, took their eye off the ball. I don't know. I don't know. know. Just, uh, I don't know. But I'm never out. going
1: back there again. The sure, Boucherie sure. was called right, or whatever. Right, right, yeah. right, yeah. They won. Yep, but right. yeah, you know... Uh, well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, People They're doing crowd control now by raising the price of the wristband. Oh, that's okay. how they do crowd control. They just raise the price.
0: <laughs> All right, well... That's pretty... Uh, yeah, yeah it think, works, yeah, man. That's that works. probably
1: good. And I, I hear also one, another uh, 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 New Orleans staple... Uh, made their de- debut there, uh, which is something I, I just really don't care for, those Hubig Pies. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah they, oh, they... They Hubig... sold out? They sold like a million of them or something? Yeah, yeah, you know,
0: Hubig Pie, the factory burned down like 10 years ago. Everybody was very sad. And, and you know, I, I'm sad to see some kind of New Orleans institution like that go by the wayside, and it's nice that it's coming back. But I have to say the, the best thing about Hubig's Pies was always the, the logo, the little uh-huh. the the piemen, uh-huh. Hubig's man, Right. Because the pies were never that great. Yeah, I didn't I, think. Uh,
1: my wife who's from here she said, I can't stand those pies. They're just awful. She always said that to me. And when I moved down here, I tried one once and I just didn't get it. It's was,
0: very gloopy, very um, syrupy and sweet, yeah, you know. And, a lot of uh, lot of, a lot of uh, And I tried corn heating starch. one up a
1: little a little bit. I tried yeah. to heat one up. And it just made it worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it brought, brought
0: more of the flavors yeah, out. Yeah, more. Of just, just like, right. what is
1: this? I don't get it. Right. But people seem to
0: like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like people uh, like it. So I'm yeah. glad that's back, you know. You know, whatever. But iconic it, product. Yeah.
1: Um, so anyway, it's election night. We have an exciting guest tonight. Yes. I wanted to tell you something a few weeks ago. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh I someone uh what they do that on the on the Facebook they private message you and stuff oh, yeah, like how yeah, 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 oh, yeah. they do that yep. Well I got a private message from someone from way back in the day. Hmm, okay. Well maybe we're talking 25 30 years ago. And it's this, this woman who uh who I slept with. Okay. I slept with her. And it was great sex. One it was really really
0: good sex. One of the dirty 200.
1: Uh, yeah, the dirty 2 <laughs> Yeah, the fiery 300. <laughs> okay, right. You know. So we, we had this. We went all night, you know, and this is when I still smoked. And uh, I said, um, I'm going to have a cigarette, you know. Do you have a lighter? Because I couldn't find my lighter because I was naked. <laughs> sure. <know. laughs> nowhere to put she it. She goes, oh, oh, in the dresser drawer by the bedside, there's a, there's a lighter in there. So I open it, and I pull out, I'm thumbling, and I find it, and there's this picture of this really good-looking guy. Okay. And I find the light, I light my cigarette, and I go, I'm curious. I go, why is this picture in the drawer? You know, I go, so who's that guy? Is that uh, your boyfriend? She goes, no. It's not my boyfriend. So I take a few more drags off my cigarette, and I'm curious more, and I, I'm starting to freak out a little bit, because why is it in the <laughs> drawer, and stuff like that. And she's and I said, what? Well, because he's a good looking guy I go oh, okay well, What's that your husband? Husband or something? You know should I be getting out of here? Right You know I'm just thinking to myself Sure She goes no 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 And I said Well then who the fuck is it? And she says to me well, that was me before my sex change.
0: <laughs> 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 Didn't <laughs> so, see that one coming, Manny. So I got out of there. Okay. You know, but she's uh, she's uh, she's still looking you up, reaching out. She's reaching okay. out. You
1: know, she wants to know what that picture is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, that that was oh, weird. Oh, I see and social
0: media. It's, uh, it has its pluses name, and she cha-
1: I mean, he changed her. Whatever. Amanda. Okay. What is the name Amanda. Okay. So.
0: Amanda hug and
1: Kiss. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, but uh, I'm glad I gave up smoking. (laughs) Anyway, so that
0: stuff happens.
1: You know, with technology today, people can find you. Right. And uh, she found me, you know? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's what's going on. Nothing else really going on. All right. Except... Oh, you got something else? No. Well,
0: I was going to say, to update a few weeks ago, uh, my microwave started working properly. properly? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Had a a situation where the microwave, uh, when it would reach the end of its, uh, you know, the time cycle, it would just keep running. Just keep running and running and running until you open the door. That's the thing. I thought maybe it was going to keep running with the door open, but it did. In fact, stop And then A uh, couple of days later It, uh, it fixed itself so It started running again So Crisis so, averted
1: Well, yeah That means you don't have to go buy one
0: That's right so, Saves you money Happy day for her
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Because I know how you love your money Well, no And you no, don't like
0: to spend money No, I spend money He's a on, cheap bastard I, I don't you know spend that? money on myself I spend money on my kids I spend money on, on other things I, I, uh, I am cheap with myself It's true, Manny Okay
1: All right, let's get our guest yeah, involved Yeah, yeah I here, think that's cause... a good idea He's an owner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Who, who knew? Call him hey, Mr.
1: Owner. Uh, Mr. <laughs> owner. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, uh, okay. Well, uh, our guest is a, a fantastic author and writer, educator. He's also uh, an authority on South Louisiana music, swamp pop, Cajun. Uh, he, he wrote two editions of uh, a Cajun Country Guide, and really kind of kind of uh, put that on the map in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, And his most recent book is They Called Us River Rats,
3: The Last Batcher
0: Settlement of New Orleans. And uh, so it's all about his life living on the Mississippi River Batcher and the the history of that settlement and all the stories. So we're going to get into all that with him. But without further ado, the great Mr. Macon Fry. Welcome, Macon.
2: Well, thank you, Renee. Uh, As you can see, writing about Cajun dance halls and the Batcher, I specialize in places that ain't there no more. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Nice, nice. Well, I mean, the batcher's still there, yeah, there. and uh, again, you surprised me with this this piece of information. I didn't know that you were a uh, you had an interest in the the uh, the Klempire specifically, uh, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge.
2: Well, I wouldn't describe myself as interested in it. Okay, but uh, <laughs> yes, I'm involved in this project.
0: But uh, and you were saying that actually, uh, Dave Clements, the uh, the you know the namesake of the Klempire, w- helped you build your your current house on The Batcher
3: Dave's
2: the first person I met in New Orleans And that man changed my life I nice. tell you I would not, would not have my house on The Batcher That I've lived in for 35 years If it hadn't been for Dave Clements
0: Dave Clements, man He's fucking humanitarian He's uh, spreading the joy and uh, he's always Did he like, do
1: that on purpose? <laughs> was that like well, a hateful thing or something?
2: Uh, well, a helping hand I, The first project we did together Was jacking the old house up raising it, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, trying right. to lift it up, and that failed. Uh, so I think that his help in building the house I'm in now was maybe...
0: Payback? Well, so uh, tell the, the listeners uh, uh, what uh, the Batcher is.
2: The Batcher is a place between... Uh, that's annually flooded. It's outside of the... Uh, Flood levees that protect the city of New Orleans from the Mississippi River. And it's on that piece of land or water some of the year. It's between the low and high water mark. So right now, there's a beautiful beach under it.
0: So you're on the river side of the levee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Exactly.
2: On the river side of the levee. And when the river's low, we've got a beach. But by definition, it's land that's flooded uh, when the river comes up.
0: So, so you're built up on on stilts. Yeah, and, on stilts. Yeah, and a lot of you have not. You're not, not there by yourself. They have uh, a number of properties over there. But at one time, it was they had lots and lots of properties. Oh, yeah, right? there
2: were there were thousands of people living, in in the 1890s, there were thousands of people living uh, over the levee uh, uh, on the Mississippi River, and the. Uh, The uh, Society for Protection of Children discovered this settlement and, uh, of course, created quite a stir in the local news. You were born and raised there? Oh, no. I'm from Virginia. Oh, okay.
1: You're from Virginia.
2: No. Okay. My, My trek to the Batcher in New Orleans began like most great New Orleans stories. It began in a bar. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so i met a guy that was living on the Batcher. i'd never heard of the place uh-huh it's in the maple leaf bar uh-huh. he's like i live on the river right up here i'm like i gotta see this yeah so we bought him a drink we put it in go cups and walked up to the Batcher. that was it you
0: know yeah you fell in love with it just seeing yeah, I mean, that that hidden spot well
2: i didn't just fall in love with it but the guy was living in the shack they called it. It was it was like the Ellis Island of the Batcher. It was the place, the only place that was rented, and the uh. rent was seventy five dollars a month. So people could come in and rent it and wait for somebody to die, and buy a camp up there. But Rob couldn't afford the rent. It had gone up to a hundred dollars, and so <laughs> priced him out. Yeah, so uh, you know I. I checked that. I said, well, Rob, I, man, I'd be delighted to rent this place.
3: Mm-hmm. He's
2: like, well, you got to talk to the old lady Hendrix, you know. She'll rent it to you, but uh, you might have to pay a couple months back rent.
0: Uh, that okay. was it, you know,
2: uh-huh. $200 back rent. and
0: That was your buy-in. That was it, yeah.
1: Well, so, so
2: where is he now? Rob lives just a few blocks away from there. Uh, and, I mean, he's always found a cheaper place. It's insane. Uh, really? you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a bizarre reverse migration. Back then, people lived on the river because it was a refuge. Like, you know, you lived Like there, under so Claiborne you, now. Yeah, I it was like that. all you could afford, you'd live on the river, right? right? He's the first person maybe that ever moved into the city to find a cheaper place to live. Yeah. Huh.
0: Well uh, well maybe we should go back to uh, to the the origins of make and fry and so since you're not from here, uh, w- where'd you grow up?
2: Well, I grew up in Northern Virginia okay and I got out of there as quick as I could after college you know
0: Now now I, some, someone told me that uh, your family had like a depression era uh, camp up there that they had built.
2: Yeah, yeah, they had built a camp back in the 30s on the Rappahannock River, and it's kind of bizarre because it was like, yeah, I won't be ashamed to admit it, but like it was a plantation family, they had a plantation adja- adjacent to this that had fallen down mm-hmm. totally collapsed, and they were farming it, but uh, they built this cabin next to it, mm-hmm. and that was our. My side of the family, that was our escape on the Rappahannock River. Okay. So, I mean, that was my touchstone, you know, was that that place living on the water. You know, all summer we'd be on the Rappahannock River.
0: Yeah, so you already, already kind of had that in your blood.
2: For sure. Yeah, but then the whole rest of the year I'm in northern Virginia, which has got to be you know, up near D.C., right? Okay. Our nation's capital? Sure. It's got to be the worst place on earth to live. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, like, you know what they say, like, every place in America becomes more like every place else. Yeah. And that's why we're here in New Orleans, because there's something about this place that's just resistant to that.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. It's not going to become like anywhere else. No, uh, it just
2: uh, it, There's like a great deal of, re- I mean, natural resistance. It's not like anybody thinks about it.
0: No, no yeah. Well, you know it's a, uh, Again, we, uh, New Orleans is proud of being third world And my, my, my uh, take recently is that we've sunken into failed state status That right. if we could get back to third world status That would be a step well, up
2: we've, we've always had a close relationship with Haiti So, yeah,
0: yeah Well, there you go, yes <laughs> Yeah, well,
2: that's
1: something to be proud of
0: <laughs> but uh, well, we definitely do have. Uh, I mean, that's that's where um, the my first relatives came to New Orleans from was, was Haiti uh, after the revolution. So uh, so yes, it's uh, I think I think New Orleans population increased by fifty percent in the five years after the Haitian revolution. It was all exactly. people coming from there. Well, so so you were saying that you got out of uh, D.C. as soon as you could after college. So you went to college up there.
2: Yeah, I went to college in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, the state school
0: there. That's a nice town. University of Virginia. That's a nice town, huh?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was all right. You know, it's kind of white bread, you know? I mean, Virginia, it's like, it just feels like a highly settled place or something, you know? Sure. Both both sides of my family. First families of Virginia. You can... Okay. I'm sticking my nose up in the air now, right? Okay. But, you know, it's like... Like everything else, lost grandeur. This is a story of the South, right? Right. I've gone from, like, first families of Virginia to the Batcher. Uh-huh. You know, how low can you get?
0: <laughs> so you had kind of a, your family had an aristocratic background of sorts, planters, southern planters. Back in the day. Okay, yeah, all right. right. Yeah. All right, so you're really, you're really uh, slumming here with us. Big time, <laughs> okay. yeah. well, we That's appreciate right.
2: that. Well, I, I mean, I am here with a notable, uh, a politician, you yes, know, yes, soon to yes be and, I right, mean.
0: absolutely, yes, future mayor of New Orleans, and, and you know me, whatever that is. Um So, so you came straight from college down to, to New Orleans.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I came down here. It was the I was driving a '64 Newport. It was like the the warmest place that car would get me to.
0: Right. You know? Well, how did you? How, what made you want to come here? What music, food? Okay, you know, like.
2: Like everybody else, you know, right. and and I had come. Had you come here to visit before yeah, as I a came, young kid? Yeah, I came down to visit, of course, like a lot of kids do for Mardi Gras. Right, right, right. right. And it was like warm, and people are out on the streets having a good time, and just like like you were talking about the Po Boy Festival. Like the police were not; they weren't harassing anybody. It was just sweet. Well, the know?
1: police know? down
0: here don't do anything, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. stay out of the way. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not our yeah. problem, dude. So you came down here And it was uh, you, you met Dave Clements Yeah that
2: was a big deal See I had, I had uh, shipped uh, A couple of girlfriends down in advance Because I knew that I'd be Smart. coming here When I finished college And like one of them ditched me Before I even got there The, the other one I come down here, and she's dating Dave Clements. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I tell you what. Dick Dave. So mm. I met. So Dave was like the first person, first local that I met here. Right. True really local, right? Right. And uh, and I got the better half of the deal because I mean that girlfriend. She ended up going back to Virginia, disappearing.
0: Yeah. But Dave and I. Okay. Pals, nice, right? nice. Yeah. yeah, Dave. Dave was the the better of the two. The of better of the
1: two. Right? Yeah, and he's a better yeah. fuck, probably. Yeah, better right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's,
0: yeah, He's got a he's got a uh, he's got a nice face, man. Nice smile. Good hair. Yeah, yeah. Good hair. Nice eyes. Um, uh, enough about Dave. <laughs> so, uh, so, so you get down here and and you. How soon do you find out about the Batcher after that and start living over there pretty quickly? I had
2: no idea that anybody uh, lived on the river. I mean, you know, I'd go down to the Audubon Park and I'd find some old guy throwing, like, a fishing line in with spark plugs on the bottom of it. And that was about it, you know? Like, like I could not imagine. I was flabbergasted when I met this guy, Rob, like five years after I'm here, writing about music, writing about food, Exploring everything in the city, I'd already been to Lincoln Beach. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know,
0: right. find okay. finding all and the yet, out-of-the-way spots. And
2: I lived right here in Riverbend, and yet I didn't realize that just like twelve blocks away was this like festigal community, this uh-huh. settlement. You know, right. So, uh, so I was truly flabbergasted. You know, and we got it. We we walked out on the Batcher that night, left the Maple Leaf Bar, and walked up there, and it was the same time of year. When the fog's coming in off the river and stuff. Uh-huh. And we walked through the house and there's no windows. It was a shack. There's no windows in it. So, like, the fog was blowing through the, the, the windows. Uh-huh. And there's no electricity. So, like, you know, they had the, like a lamp, you know, a little like oil lamp and stuff. Oh, man. I just, I'm like, this is me, you know. No yeah. toilet, no electricity, no running water, no utility bills. Okay. Yeah, you know, for a dollar a month rent. Sure.
1: Wow. Man. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And you don't, do you play music? Are you a musician? I do not, no. Oh, okay. No. Well, right. So
0: who were you writing for at the time?
2: Well, it was called Wavelength Magazine. Oh, sure,
0: and yeah, yeah. The... Might
2: have been an outgrowth of Figaro, and then Figaro, short of, an then... of it, growth of it was offbeat.
0: Right, but Wavelength, that was a classic uh, era, was, man. It was
2: great. Bunny Matthews was there, and, and right. uh, Jeff Hannish, almost slim, and... Yeah, a lot I of great know, writers. Uh, Rick Olivier taking photographs. Connie Atkins
0: was yeah. she part of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she she ran that, it. That was she was the editor, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Man, so so your so you're, so your
1: degree is in journalism. Oh no,
2: uh, my uh, degree was in English.
0: Okay, English. Okay. Yeah,
2: but I I worked for twenty years as a teacher of uh, adults with autism.
0: Hmm. Oh. Okay, no, it
2: was, it was just, And when was this? That was while I was building the house with Dave. That, that's like, okay. you know, I mean, I moved down here at. When well, I moved down here, I, I got this job teaching right away. That was, you know.
1: And what year was that? 81. Okay. So there was a name for it then cuz I didn't know about autism oh, yeah. until like 4 years ago or something
0: like yeah. that. Oh yeah, no, autism. Yeah. It was it
2: was a big deal at the time here because Louisiana had been sending all of their autistic students to Texas to residential facilities. Mm. And they got sued. So, like, they needed teachers bad, so they hired me fast. Uh-huh. And I was in the first the first class for autistic students, you know, in the public schools.
1: So you taught them?
2: Yeah.
0: So uh, that- some
2: of them became politicians here in the state? No, but... Uh, I did uh, uh, teach a young man from the Marcellus family, so that was
0: a real treat. That was at at uh, Forche? Exactly. That was at Forche,
2: Ain't There No More.
0: Right, right, another uh, another one.
2: And uh, notably, uh, an interesting fact about Forche, people wonder why is it not there anymore. The year that I retired from teaching, the valedictorian failed to pass the exit exam twice. So <laughs> now I taught uh, special ed, so I I did not have any you know relationship to the student I felt bad for, her, but I can't figure that one out.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something's wrong there. That's it's not not a good setup. Oh man, does not
2: compute. Right, right, right,
0: right. Well, uh, going back to the bachelor. Uh, you were saying at at one time they had uh, miles, like I don't know, several thousand um, houses yeah, along, the, the, the
2: thousands of people all the way from uh, from Jackson Avenue or Louisiana Avenue all the way up to the parish line where I am. Right, it's right at the parish line, Jefferson and Orleans. Right, and there were it was interrupted at places, you know, mm-hmm. but it was people that it uh, like. They didn't make the history books or anything because there was no money or power or progress taking place uh, on the batcher. You know, these were poor people. But also because it wasn't a city place. It was a river place. Okay. And so... So they, they don't belong to any parish or they're just sort of independent? Well, yeah, they were independent. Most of the people that settled there... Uh, initially, in the eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, came down the river on shanty boats. Okay, they floated. Now these these were like houseboats with like air conditioning motors. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. just a, floating a down barge, the river. Right. Yeah, yeah. Then and you know if you pass New Orleans, uh, you might be in bad shape. You know, this is kind of the last. So stop.
1: you need to know how to swim if you live in the back here.
0: Yeah, it probably it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But you would never swim in the Mississippi. It's too dangerous, right? Well,
1: I get into it, you know. Yeah, you wait around. Well, one of my campaign yeah, promises after Katrina was teaching kids how to float, at least, you know. But uh, what does "batcher" mean? Well, it's
2: uh, now a couple of people have told me that to speak French that it's Batur, right? Okay, right, but like. That's like saying that Burgundy Street is Burgundy, you know. Like in New Orleans, it's Batcher. Right. And if you say Batur, you're either like putting on airs, or you just don't know any better. Uh-huh. Because, okay. Right. In New Orleans, Batcher rhymes with Catcher, and of the French word enrapture. Enrapture. and rapture exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and capture. And ca- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so it's it's kind of. Uh, I think that it comes from, like, uh, waves beating on shoals. Because you know how the waves will beat on the batch or on the edge of the levee? And the French word, bature means uh, to beat. Okay. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Right. But, so did they have, like, uh, bars or businesses over there at one time? Uh, I mean, going, oh yeah, going yeah, way they back.
2: They had, I mean... Uh, you don't have to go back that far. In the 50s, when the pe- people were living up there, there were people that hung out shingles for, like, there was a music teacher. Oh. There was a fortune teller. The, uh, there was a big uh, group of Romani. They called themselves gypsies. Uh-huh, so sure. We can say that, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, they, they did. Yeah. So uh, there was a gypsy family that lived up there that made willow furniture. And oh. they sold it all over the city. But if you want, really wanted to get the good stuff, you just go up on the levee. And they sold, you know, you could get fish up there. You could get goat's milk because people uh, had goats and, and cows and stuff. Yeah.
0: Now, I went and visited you today just to, to pay a, a short call, and you have a couple of goats.
2: Yeah, they're just companion animals, right? though, you know, because if you want to milk them, you got to breed them. And I'm not sure I'm ready to make the commitment in, in life at at this age, to having kids.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. So, uh, when you say
1: companion, that's a weird thing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. you know, we're like any pet. Any we pet. have a special okay. relationship. All right. but, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Well, now I was saying when I saw him, I was like, oh, I love goats. They're kind of like dogs. And you said no, they're like cats.
2: Right. No. No, they're like cats. Like they don't really. Uh, they don't care about whether you're there or not. You know, they're not going <laughs> to slobber on you. It's hopeless trying to. But don't pick they up drink beer?
1: Shit? You can get goats to drink beer and stuff. I've always seen like videos. Well, and that's are like, like dogs, I guess. Yeah. They probably drink
2: beer. You know.
1: Yeah, like goats will eat anything, right? Won't they? You know, mine Eat are too well fed, I really okay. You know, like right, if they're hungry them. enough. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. oh, okay, because anytime I've seen like photos or videos of goats, it's always people giving them beer and stuff like that. Yeah. They're downing it, you know, like America's funniest videos and stuff like that. All right. You know. They're spirited they must, animals, I think. Yeah. They must, yeah, well, that's the word capricious. Okay, comes from they're like pretty tasty too, aren't yeah. they? They can be pretty tasty. If yeah, cabrito.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah,
1: they can be pretty tasty.
0: I think. All right. Yeah. Have you no. ever had
1: goat? Uh, it's pretty. I had goat stew once. I,
0: I might have had some one time. It's it doesn't seem like something. Hey, I ever, Wait, wait,
1: wait!
2: My goats might listen to this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not
0: hey, not your goats. You can edit this <laughs> out later. We're not going to eat yeah. a yeah, okay. okay. goats. Just just goat. All right. Well, you know. uh uh so so you have this this terrific book that's out we're going to get back to that we're, uh, in the second section we're kind of coming up on our break we're already in that uh, well we were in it we're going to come okay. back to it on 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 our after our break but but uh, just to show you how this this book is is reaching you know out there in the, into the world our former guest uh, uh, Arnie Skog from way over in Norway the the Norway Norwegian uh, you know blues titan viking blues uh uh our former guest uh texted me saying, "Hey, do you know macon fry? This is a fantastic book that he that he wrote you should get that guy on and i while I had you on the list in the book in in years past we never quite got to you and had kind of f- forgotten about it and so so, yeah, all, all the way over in Norway, people are reading your book about the Batchelor. I'd bathroom. be
2: happy if there were just a few women under 55 that read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a few right over here. You're right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: let's take that break. Sure, <laughs> hey, hey. sure. Listen, you own this place, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, you got to throw, throw your you weight know, around. Just Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you can instead of buy you a drink, say, I can get you a bottle. <laughs> yeah, <there> you <laughs> I go. can't even buy a drink at this bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause your money's no good here. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: Well, uh, man, it seems like a good
1: time,
3: not Sure, t- yeah. yeah. It's
1: election night, people, so go and vote. Uh, and you people, the nation knows the drill. We'll be right back.
4: I need a omen. Need a sign. I need to give my peace of mind. night. I'll get down I levy on sacred ground I've been guilty and I've been framed Woke up in the morning, another link in my chain But now at night I'll get down but the levy on sacred ground Now it's true, I've been accused that's what you get for laying down with fools But now at night I'll get down Oh, by the levee on sacred ground Sacred ground Sacred ground Then with a kiss and the mist carry you down That moon high I'll get down Oh, by the levee on sacred ground
0: with mr manny chevrolet i am renee Coleman. back with our guest mr macon fry now macon uh i know you're saying that you don't have uh internet currently and uh and your phone is all out of uh of uh of, of what uh data data yeah data. No data. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're you you have not been able to, to catch up on any trouble podcast shows so <laughs> I, I hear uh,
1: you're just doing smoke signals now yeah. <laughs> is that it well we <laughs> yeah. holler we, we you, you holler. holler okay <laughs>
0: Right, right? Okay. then the water carries there on the river. so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, the, the sound carries on the river and the water. Um, but uh for those that that are listening to the podcast uh, every week they know that uh we are a listener supported operation uh we we have no outside sponsors um, so you know we we rely on loose change we like to call it and uh which is uh a uh, nice way to say you know any extra money that you the listeners have that you want to pass on to the Troubleman podcast to support this this operation all these fantastic fantastic guests that we have and, uh, in fact, uh, a guy who, who yeah. direct messaged me, Manny, and said, Well, I, don't, I love the podcast. I don't have uh, any uh, money, PayPal or Venmo, but I'm going to come bring you some cash in person. Oh. So I'm playing there the last Wednesday at DBA with the Iguanas, and a uh, guy comes in between tunes, comes walking towards the stage. He's got some money in his hand. I think he's going to tip the band. And as he gets close, he goes... I just want to tell you, I love the Troubled Men podcast. Thank you for doing that. And I told you, here, uh, here's, some, here's some spare change. And I said, loose change. He goes, yeah, 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 loose change. That's what I meant. So I uh, handed me some, uh, a couple of bills directly. So uh, shout out oh. to uh, Eddie Voynick, We do appreciate your, uh, your support and, uh, and the effort it took to, to come deliver it by hand. But not The effort
1: if- it took to listen to the iguanas. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we love. That's what we love. Uh, um, the, well, the upper thank coc- you
1: Eddie thank you you
2: guys Eddie. could go broke doing this you know this is the second beer that you bought me Renee. <laughs> right,
0: right well, <laughs> and, put in well, well thank Eddie for, for that, that. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah thank, thank, thank Eddie um, yeah thank and, Eddie for that because I haven't
1: seen a fucking dime in this show no man. but but not but, but you have a full dime. drink you have yeah a full drink.
0: I have a full drink Um, and uh, so you know we want to encourage everyone if you're enjoying the show and if you're not enjoying it just turn it off there's no reason You, it's not compulsory but uh, if you're enjoying it uh, Support the podcast. We have the PayPal link and the Venmo link there in the show notes of every episode and the uh, the Facebook page, you know, there in that that pinned post, the first one. And uh, also on that pinned post and the, the show notes of every show uh, is the link for the Troubled Men podcast uh, T-shirts. So oh, yeah. bonfire.com slash troubled men, I think something like that. And uh yeah you can you know gift giving season is is coming up of course our our author has a terrific book uh they called us River Rats uh, which is uh, would be make a great gift, but uh, you know but if they you really still
1: call you river rats, right? It's not yes. that they called you river rats. They, 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 they still they call, call you us there.
0: river. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: Well, not everybody the, up there is a river rat anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, right. They're building
0: condo. Yeah, Dicky Brennan like that. lives over yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. The building <laughs> they con- don't call yeah. him a river rat. Okay. But uh, but so yes, uh, the the you can double up and and, and get the the book and uh, Troubleman podcast T-shirt for a loved one or or someone you don't like. So much um, uh, beyond that uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, you know subscribe rate and review uh, wherever you're listening to podcasts give us five stars um,
3: All right that's else? it right that's now. it okay <laughs> enough, for now. enough of that okay.
0: okay back to our guest and uh we were when we last left you. We were we were there in the Batcher. You were talking about the the uh, when the the height of, of the settlement over there, where you had thousands of people living. Now, what happened that uh, you had thousands of living people living there at one time in a large community, and now it's down to just like twelve or so uh, buildings?
2: Well, a lot of things happen, but you know, it's a, the city doesn't like to have people like living. For free. For free, around its fringes that are not participating in in uh, uh, civic life, shall well, we well, say. Well, let
0: me stop yeah. you there. That's a question I had. So that, so you own a house there now. Right, Is right. that land, do you actually have a a, 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 a deed to that land? No, or I do not have a title to that. A,
2: I don't have a clear title to Your that Your goats land. ate it? Yeah, the goats got it. No. <laughs> Those damn goats, you know, they get more attention than me. They probably got their own Facebook page. Right. You well, know, uh, the, guy, the guy writes a story about, ostensibly on. about my book. He goes, I never met Macon Fry, but I have met
1: his goats. Oh, Jesus. Like, that's uh, a bad case of your agents getting like out in front of you, you right, know? Right, but, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you need uh, a new agent, man. Well, but I talked yeah. to
0: one of the goats as he's coming on next week, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: well, they've probably already been on. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so you were saying, uh, w- well, so you don't have clear title, but how does that work? Uh, you, what do well, you have?
2: Well, uh, I'm a squatter. Just a squatter, right? okay. Yeah. but we only get called squatters typically when people want the land. Now, you know, Dicky like, is not squatting over there. In is other is words, he? we have prescriptive rights because okay. you can't live there for like over a century and not own the property without okay. you know being unmolested, living on the property. You know, generationally, there's uh, two families that have been up there for four generations. Okay. So, uh, so in that sense, uh, you know, you can call us wherever you want, but you know, I don't really worry about it because I can personally, I consider myself vested, sure, in that lifestyle. Not invested in the property. Shit, I'm never going to sell the property. Right. Uh, you know, who would want to buy s- it? I'll give it to somebody <laughs> that would want to live on the river, you right. know, uh, go yeah. fishing and have goats, and you yeah. know, yeah. would dig it, right? right? But I mean, why sell it? So yeah. you know, I don't have a clear title. I could probably get one now. Okay. But uh, But. I don't know why I do that. I just have to hire a lawyer and go through all the process. So you just
0: kind of live there uh, out of tradition and and hope well, that pay taxes, right, right? But I mean, maintain it. You hope and that it ain't, no, you municipal. get
2: mail. Yeah, it gets, comes down to the toe of the levy, not like at my door. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, it wasn't a problem at all. I mean, when I didn't have any utilities, it's like. You yeah, know, yeah, you know what. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, no mail is good mail. That's the
2: way I look at it. <laughs>
0: exactly. Sure. Nobody's going to send you. Except yeah. when you don't have,
2: like, any uh, internet. You don't have any data on your phone. It's nice every now and then get, like, a Burger King flyer or something. <laughs> <you
0: know. laughs> something new to read. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the goats to eat. Yeah. Fan mail from some flounder. Right. Right, right. Um, well, well. so you were saying that the part of the, the batcher that's that's still occupied is... is uh, just into Orleans, just into Jefferson Parish, over the over the Orleans right. Parish line. Yeah, but but there used to be a, a lot of it in in the New Orleans part. Yeah,
2: the last uh, big tear down of Batcher houses. There's a lot of people alive that remember. Fewer and fewer, but still a lot of people alive that remember the houses that were in Orleans Parish, between Audubon Park and the Parish line, mm-hmm. and. Uh, there were over 100 houses between the parish line and Audubon Park, and uh, in 1954, those were torn down. And uh, it made, the story made Life magazine, I mean, it was a big battle, there were the, they had a... It wasn't the feature story on it. That was Sir Edmund Hillary or whoever it was that ascended Everest. Okay. It's the issue that has him on the cover. So it's hard to find because all these mountain the freaks buy collectors
0: it. Edition. Yeah. Okay. But
2: I, I found a copy and it has a story waiting for the dispossessed about the Batcher apocalypse, about the Batcher houses in Orleans Parish. And between that, Audubon Park and the Paris Saint, about those being torn down.
0: And, and that was done by the Army Corps of Engineers, is that and, correct?
2: And the levy board, I mean, the levy board had a lot of agency in that. And they, uh, um, that, the, it was being run by uh, BISO, the guys that have the big marine industry by Ottoman Park. Right. And they, they were, uh, uh, BISO was a friend of Earl Long, who mm-hmm. was governor at the time. Earl Long appointed BISO onto the board. And Biso led the charge to tear down. So it was, Earl, it was Earl Long that got rid of the houses up there. Okay. And what but,
1: happened to those people?
2: So the, the, the people that lived there, uh, you know, they fought it in court, and uh, they lost, and they got kicked off, and they were not recom- you know, recompensed in any way. Their houses were bulldozed. And then uh, they sued, and it went to the state Supreme Court, and none of them got any money. Any compensation uh, for having their houses torn? Hmm. So that could, that dates back to the that's like a Batcher law issue, which is kind of a freaky subject. People spend their lives studying that in Louisiana, but it's a very special, uh, like real estate law, and it what it does. The Batcher law uh, grants easements the, uh, to uh, the government. City, state, and local government, where if they want to, like, for flood control or virtually any other purpose, if they have work to do, they can come in, kick people off.
0: An eminent domain sort of deal? They call well, it so, But I mean, okay, so. right. it's
1: like a place, so it's like, if there's a hurricane, you're done. And if there's a flooding, you're done. If there's Well,
0: but usually the hurricane doesn't necessarily affect the river.
1: Hurricanes usually come... When the
2: river is low, okay. like it is at this time of year, and you know, in, in August and stuff, the river is usually really low. That's changing because uh, of global warming, right? You may recall Hurricane Barry was supposed to come and hit the mouth of the river, mm-hmm. and the river. This was late May, maybe, or the uh-huh. first week in June. The river was still high. In fact, the river was at flood stage. This had never happened before. Never had a hurricane come. While the river was at flood stage, and it was scheduled to come like right predict- the come right up the mouth. Uh-huh. So the levee police came by and said, "You know the river's supposed to crest at like 19 feet." And then they said, the next day they came, they are saying 20 feet, And uh-huh. like that would put water on my floor. So I mean, I had ex-girlfriend I had three ex-girlfriends. All my pals were over there, like moving stuff out from under the house, putting like cinder blocks under furniture. And then you may also recall that the hurricane turned and went to Lake Lake Charles. they ended up calling it Hurricane Barely because it, you know, right. But, yeah, so, uh, hurricanes are probably not, they could be a problem, but so far not, you know. Right. Uh, But,
0: now a few years ago, when they had uh, maybe this is at the same time, I remember like down in the, the ninth ward, going to the top to, to see the river was so high, it was like almost to the top of the levee itself yeah, over there. Year after
2: year, we were getting uh, water. They, you know, they opened the Morgansa spillway
0: right for right for the
2: first time ever uh, for the purpose for which it was designed. You know to to relieve to drain water off the levees here. Yeah, and they opened they open the Bonnie carry Spillway twice in one year. So, yeah, we've had a lot of high water.
0: So when it was that high, it, it was lapping at the at your floor or, or nah, you threatening? No, you know, it gets
2: like a couple feet below it. Oh, you okay. You know, when they opened the Bonnie carry and so far the river's never gone over 17, 17 feet, 4 inches above golf level there. Okay. So, yeah. But the, uh, you know, you have a good sense of, like, how high How low the city is, because uh I look at my windows and I look at the rooftops of houses on the inside of the levee on the city side of the mm-hmm. levee, so I'm way above them
0: yeah yeah we're we're know? we're down in the bowl I mean right? the
2: river is the high ground, yeah. sure,
0: sure, sure, right. well, you know uh like uh, I live probably fifteen blocks from the river. Uh, myself, you know, on the inside and in the lower part, lower than you. And, and you know, I hear the ships on the river and the, and the, the trains, you know, especially at night. And, you know, I, I feel like uh, fucking uh, Huck Finn or something, you know, with those sounds. But, man, you really must feel like that. No, huh? I
2: lived in that same neighborhood you're in now. And, and, yeah, having trains and and ships and the streetcar noise,
1: too, it was like quintessential uh, right. You get experience. a lot of bug noises, like crickets and mosquitoes like and frogs and, yeah, and stuff like that. Of-
2: I get all. I get all yeah, kinds yeah, of that animals, animals driving in crazy. the house that and makes- like. Stuff chewing, you know, yeah, up in, the, in uh, the loft, and, and uh,
0: yeah, opossums, and, you know, opossums and, uh, and rats and stuff like right? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. God. Rats, yeah.
1: That would drive me nuts. <laughs> How can you sleep in that, yeah. man?
2: Well, uh, my uh, the new bedroom I added on is pretty. Tight. Oh, you yeah, had an addition. So that's, okay. Yeah,
0: He's got a nice pad, tight. man. It's oh. it's it's yeah. it. It doesn't look like a shack. It's 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 quite but lovely. You, but
2: you were you were asking about floods and stuff, and uh I had a guy read my book a critical reader uh, any almost anybody that publishes a book like certainly with the university press they got to have people read it before the press will put it out right Mm. and so those people then uh send in their comments and the author is required to respond to them okay so uh great writer Oliver Houck environmental uh, oh, yeah, yeah. writer that wrote a, also wrote a book about the Batcher he critiqued my book and he said well May can you talk about floods and the industry and the levee board and all these people that might take tear it down tear down the houses but you know the real threat might be those big houses that are being built up there and uh, I kind of You know, I answered that, you know, the press had me respond to that. And I I guess I put it off because there were still people moving up there into these big houses that had skills and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and that were willing to deal with the challenges of living there. But uh, I realize now that he was totally right, you know, that people like Rob and people like myself that moved up to the river because like, you know, I didn't want to have to spend $200 to live in the city, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not... I wanted to live on the river, okay? Sure. But, but it was an opportunity to, like, have a place. And, a, and the house I bought up there was $5,000. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it was a refuge. And it's no longer a refuge
1: if nobody can afford to live there, you know? Sure. So, But it's also a good place to have a meth lab, right?
2: Yeah, you could do... I mean, you can do... The levy board's not too you know, yeah observable. they don't
1: enforce yeah. anything right? especially
2: yeah. if it's on the river side of the house, they can't see what's going on right, like you exactly. if you want to add on to your house, just do it on the river side
0: uh-huh you know, it's right? kind of an outlaw community uh kind of a There's, slightly uh anarchist uh bent it's perhaps. a little bit of that,
2: but like you know, not in the sense of being an outsider community where anybody cooperates with each other, you know like it's not a planned thing. Right, I think it's planned there. It's haphazard. Yes, yeah, totally. <laughs> <haphazard>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I was telling you that uh, that I'd I'd been up there last time, or the the only times I've been up there. I guess I visited you once years and years ago. I think I went with Derek Houston uh, and and saw a place that you were in. I can't remember. If it's the same one, but I've played a few uh, these Gemini parties that they have up there a couple times with the Iguanas, a couple times with John Mooney. Yeah, Mooney's uh,
2: camp. Yeah, great spot.
0: Right and you were saying that John Mooney lived over there at one time
2: uh, I think John lived uh, uh now I don't know this for a fact, he can dispute this, but he probably wouldn't bother to <laughs> but uh I think he lived in the in the first huge house on Monticello Avenue right over the levee, and that was owned by the O'Dwyer family, okay. the family that was suing the bachelor residents for ownership of the property
0: ah, okay but
2: uh but Tony, who, has, who had the uh, Gemini parties, he now has events up there. You can find them online, I think. Uh, he calls it the Batcher Riviera. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice, nice.
0: Now, Macon, uh, when I was preparing for this, I, I, d- I did a Google search, uh, Macon Fry. And one thing that came up was Macon Fry fight. I thought, hmm, that's interesting, because Macon doesn't seem like a guy who would be fighting. Yeah, so I went, yeah. and, went and looked at it, and it turns out there was a, uh, a French fry fight in Macon, Georgia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a Guinness Book World's Record, largest French fry. Well,
2: we've had some feuds up there, and I thought you were going <laughs> to tell me that yeah. somebody had publicized no. one of these feuds. But, no. No. So
0: it's, Google's yeah. funny like that. <laughs> Make the French fry fight in Macon. Shows up as making food fry fight. fight. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Well, yeah. uh, you know, the, I mean, you Google it, it's the source, really, of all knowledge and, and wisdom. Uh, <laughs> if you look up my name in there, you'll learn it all. So when did okay. this book come out? It came out in spring, not this previous, uh, spring a year and a half ago.
1: Okay. You know, whatever uh, that would
2: be, yeah. Right. And who was your publisher? The uh, Press at the University of
1: Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So.
2: But you know, like you know, you're a politician. You know, you get small donors. Or, you're a musician. You know what it's like, small, small oh, yeah. checks. You'll be an author. You get like a buck twenty-five a book. You know. Yeah, right. But like, but it's the same thing as being a musician or a politician, like you are, man. You, you know, it's the people that you meet.
0: That's right. Because it's the love you know, of the game.
2: The, di- the difference between making five and ten grand. You know, because you're getting instead you're getting like two bucks a book or whatever. I mean, that's not going to make any difference. No, in my it's life. negligible. But if I like I meet somebody like you, Manny, <laughs> right? And no, I make no. a new friend, right? Then like one new friend can make a huge difference in your life. Look at Dave Clements. I wouldn't be on The Bachelor now if it wasn't for him.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Dave right. Clements. We'd be sitting in in, in Manny's car or, but, or under oh, that oak yeah, tree yeah, outside yeah. there. Right? Exactly. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Be in a van down by the bachelor <laughs> that's <right>. uh,
0: <laughs> you know e- eating government cheese yeah 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 you know that uh, kind of I haven't, stuff i haven't haven't given up on that stuff yet yeah well uh, one of the, one of our uh, one of the people that was was requesting you as a guest was was wondering uh you know uh, living in that situation uh, what does that do to your psyche? Where you know you you you're right there on the river, your house could be flooded or crashed into by a ship at any time. That sort of damocles hanging over you is that?
2: Well, you know, I don't worry about all that. You know, you could <laughs> okay. get hit by a car walking across. I could walk okay. out the door here, and you know. You
1: whatnot. have a life vest at least. I mean, when you know,
2: when uh, Katrina came, you know, I had my got my little box that had like a little. All my valuables, right, fit in like a cigar box, right? But, I mean, I ha- and, and and a life jacket and a, and a flashlight. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to die. It's like people people ask me, like, you eat you eat catfish out of the river? Like, the Catfish ain't going to be the thing that kills me, you know? <laughs> I, t- I promise you something, the river, something well. else stupid
0: no. <laughs> is going to write. So, no. Like I, an, I, an aneurysm uh, or a
2: but, petty crime. But, and then, you know, a lot of people talk about, like, There's the power lines across the river right there. Mm
3: -hmm. There's the
2: uh, energy power plant on Nine Mile Point's right across the river. Right. And they got the power lines, huge towers on either side. But, like, you know, they say that sometimes uh, you can get, like, brain cancer from from those. those power lines. But dig this. There's one on either side of us. So I figured they could cancel each other out. Okay, you're
0: right in the sweet spot. <laughs>
2: yeah, they... they nice.
0: Hey, great <laughs> Phase cancellation. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah, right. I, I did. So I don't problem, have a right.
2: huge
1: understanding
2: of, like, electronics and stuff, but I'm pretty sure... Well, there's you know. yeah. a
1: great song by the great Joe Jackson uh, called Everything Gives You Cancer. <laughs> you know, so fuck it. You know, fuck it. There you go. I'm gonna die. You know, fuck it. Pick your wanna, poison. right? Yeah, yeah. Right, pick your right. poison and all that kind Because everything gives you cancer.
0: Right.
1: No, I don't worry about. I don't worry about it at all.
0: Well, so Macon, as as someone, f- you know, coming here, a lover of New Orleans, and having you know observed it uh, a little bit from from a slight remove. Uh, what you have any thoughts about uh, you know New Orleans changing over that whole time New Orleans staying the same what's what's your, well, your overall estimation? Well of I,
2: you know first of state all, of the city first of all, I'm gonna you know
0: preface by
2: saying that there is no future in being an enemy of change. but that doesn't mean you have to love it. yeah, you know like. Uh, I don't love it that there's gentrification on the batcher, you know, like, uh, because I don't care about the value of my... The property has value to me. The place where I live is valuable to me because I love that place. It's not valuable because, oh, it just went up 20% because somebody bought a house for, you know, a million dollars up there or whatever. So, uh, you know, there's, there's... I hate to see those changes, but... I'm very hopeful that, like, having stayed here through Katrina and then seeing Ida hit and seeing the roads, the roads are almost as bad as when I moved here in 81. (laughs) So I'm hopeful that we may actually be going back to, like, the good old days when things were bad, you know? Okay. I mean, a couple more (laughs) storms, uh, you know. Uh, if we had another Katrina, you Shake know, this all the place w- could really, you know, it would get rid of the riffraff. Shake all
0: the weak hands out. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, oh, that's <laughs> so a beautiful
1: way to look at it, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. 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 It's a race to the bottom. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. You know? <laughs> Enjoying our decline. I like, it. I like it. I like it. You're in the right place <laughs> here on the Troublemen podcast. I
2: mean, and you talked about, like, uh, you know, we started our conversation talking about the oak street Boy festival you can go there now this past weekend i went there and you could get a pork chop sandwich boy with the bone in it and i'm like man some things don't change in new orleans you know you can't get a pork chop sandwich unless it has the fried pork chop with the bone in it and it had the biggest line there so like it, you know, it was all local people cuz right. they're the only ones that know that, you know when you bite into that sandwich, there's going to be a bone in there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, there's reason to be hopeful, I think.
1: So, who nice. was selling those? Before? That was
2: Linda's coming. <laughs>
1: oh, well, there's no uh, no better serial killer if you ask me. Gonna
0: choke on a bone, you know, oh, get rid of you know, of know a, it could be worse, I guess. Well, God, that's, uh, I, I love the, the hopeful note. Maybe we should end on that, Manny. What do you yeah, think, man? Yeah,
1: let's, uh, you've been exciting to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, you are you. <laughs> um, anyway. Um,
4: <laughs> I am me yeah, still. Um,
1: <laughs> I remain Renee. We, uh, we like to sign off by telling the nation, you know, basically that trouble never ends.
0: But the struggle continues. Good night, folks. Good night.
4: On the other side, hell, and I always will. I wanna get there before I die, but I'm moving like I'm standing still. I'm moving. Seems like every time that I open my door, the rain. Maybe it's because I've done someone wrong Maybe I missed my call Maybe I missed my call